Welcome to The First 15, and thanks for taking 15 minutes to transform your real estate career. And now your host, master coach, and founder of Real Estate Grad School, Rich Levin. Many years ago, at the very beginning of my career, when I was in the business literally less than a month, a salesperson came to my real estate office and was selling a workshop, a three-day workshop in Syracuse, New York for Tom Hopkins. And so I signed up and went, spent three days with Tommy Hopkins, learned a lot about selling real estate. He was the premier real estate trainer back at that time. And he gave us a bunch of flashcards over the course of that three days. Some of them were scripts and some of them were structures and, and systems and outlines. And some of them were just affirmations of, of success. I love this one. I, I lived with this one for a long time. It says, as you can read, I am not judged by the number of times I fail, but by the number of times I succeed. And the number of times I succeed is in direct proportion to the number of times I can fail and keep trying. And I put up a slide yesterday or the day before that said, you have to fail first to be really good at whatever you do. You typically, except rare exception, I don't know if there are any exceptions, have to really fail first, fail forward. So if you're struggling, if you're failing, if you can't put anything in place, that's so perfectly normal and it's part of the process. It's a very tough business to be very successful in, but it's an amazing business to be very successful in. All right, let's get going here. Um, uh, we, we have live coaching calls on Mondays and Wednesdays. I just wanted to mention these calls, the, the 8.30 live calls have gotten terrific. So as coaching clients, if you're on the calls with us Monday and Wednesday, stop in and see. Uh, there's a lot of participation, a lot of good topics. Yesterday we spent the entire time talking with Judy um, on, um, on, was it her listing presentation? Great call. So if you're not in on those calls, you might want to think about popping in on those calls. Also, um, Yoni has shifted to be uh, very solid on the basics and his social media marketing coaching. So on Wednesdays at 1130, we had a strong session yesterday, lots of questions, lots of conversations, really good. So you might listen to that. All this stuff is posted for, your, uh, for you to have. If you can't find it, let us know. But uh, you might want to start stepping back in if you stepped away. Yoni, was getting, Yoni knows a lot about, about uh, internet marketing, a lot about social media marketing. And I just needed to uh, encourage him and um, explain to him that for our purposes, for real estate agents, we had to really start at more basic levels. And he did a, just a great job of that yesterday. All right. Real estate presentation session 10, as I said, will be on this topic for a few weeks. Today, we're going to talk about another listing tool. And this one is used just before you present and recommend pricing. So I say you present pricing because you present your CMA. And you recommend pricing because the seller chooses the price, but we're making a recommendation. That little piece about recommending pricing is very important. And we'll come to that when we talk about presenting pricing. Because when you allow the seller to own the price, um, good things happen with regard to pricing. Um, so when you use this tool, it reduces the seller's resistance. So if they're, if they're sort of on the edge of their seat, they want to resist, you can feel they're being a little low, pushing back a lot argumentative. Uh, this tool really helps reduce that resistance. It allows them to hear what you're saying, gets them to, to notice that you're listening to them, that you are attentive to their thoughts and their feelings. And it leads them to think more clearly 
And if they're thinking more clear, clearly, it makes your job much easier. So again, all the things I'm showing you are in the document called Keys to Perfecting Your Listing Presentation. Um, we're on this fourth topic, which is establishing rapport and asking questions. And this is actually the third day on that topic. Um, we talked about the questions for establishing rapport a couple of days ago. And we talked about um, our common goals yesterday. And now we're going to talk about the six reasons. Um, I call the six reasons two different things. Sometimes I call it the six reasons. Sometimes I call it why a home will sell or not, or why a home will sell for the most or not. And there are six factors. Um, you may have seen something like this before. I suggest you listen a little carefully, unless you've heard me present this, you haven't heard it this way before. So there is. these are the six factors. There's marketing. Marketing is up to you. You do the marketing, not the seller. There's the condition. Although you may make recommendations of the condition, the actual condition of the house is up to you. There is, there is a location. And in terms of location, um, that's up to the market. Has nothing to do with you. Um, has nothing to do with the seller. It's the market, the buyers, how the market responds. There are the markets, the housing market, the financial markets, the employment market, the stock market. All of those will impact the housing market and the ability to get the most money for their house and sell it quickly. So that's the markets. There's access. Access could be up to you. You put a lockbox on it, give it more access, but ultimately even the choice to put a lockbox on it is up to the seller. And then there's price. And price, of course, you make recommendations about the price is also up to the seller. So those are the six things, and I want to show you how we present them. I would suggest you have that on a document you show to the seller, and this is how it's presented, okay? You say one of the factors that um, will determine whether your house sells and sells for the most money is the marketing. And marketing's up to me. So what I'd like to do is, and, and I will show you in a few minutes exactly what we do with marketing, all the places your house will appear online, the places we will publish it offline, all the things I do when people call, the type of photography, everything we do to market your house, we'll go over that in a few minutes. But what I'd like to do right now is I'd like to plan to meet in three weeks if the property is not sold by then. Literally meet just like this again in three weeks and evaluate the marketing so that you can, we can really determine together if there's anything more effective we can do, evaluate the marketing, evaluate the feedback, and decide together, you and I, what if any adjustments we might make. Adjustments in from the feedback based on what is being told to us by the people who've seen the house both online, realtors and buyers who've been through the house. So that's how you present that little piece of it. What I want you to notice is that we have set the stage to meet again in three weeks you and I as agents know that we're meeting in three weeks to discuss whether the price is appropriate or not. However, we want to, we also are going to discuss all the factors that might make the house sell and see if we can do anything more. But we really present this as the market. Next. Uh, oh, and then we say, what will work for you? What date will work for you in three weeks? Let's just pull out our calendars and see what might work. Now, you're doing this before you have the listing signed. If they pull out their calendar and they're making a date with you, you know what? you are going to get the listing, or the chances of you getting the listing have, have just gotten very high. All right, then it's condition. And then I like to say this, it's important. I, I strongly recommend that you not speak much about condition and helping them stage and recommendations until you have the paperwork signed. 
if they want a lot of that advice, get the paperwork signed and not dated or signed with a document saying you're going to be staging the house. If you don't want it to go on the market, but get the paperwork signed. Because too many times an agent will you'll be in a position where you give all that advice and the seller sells themselves to another realtor or they're offended by something you tell them because you have no commitment yet. So I say to them, after the paperwork signed, um, would you like me to go through the property with you and make suggestions that are likely to sell the house quickly and for more? Okay. And by the way, if I suggest that you spend $10 on something, it's so that you get $100 from a buyer. I suggest you spend $100 on something, shampooing the rugs or whatever. I'm doing that because I think you're going to get $1,000 more, 10 times more from a buyer if we make those condition changes. Does that make sense to you? Notice I'm always asking questions. Then third, location. Now, obviously, we can't change the location, but you know, if we took a house that's worth $100,000 here and put it in Manhattan, that house would be that house on that lot would be worth millions of dollars. So we can't change the location, but we do look at the feedback from buyers and agents to see if buyers are perceiving it as an advantage or not. Uh, do you you want to hear the feedback from the buyers and, and the agents about location, condition, and everything else? I would imagine, don't you? Again, wrapping it up with a question. Fourth factor that causes the home to sell and sell for those mo most money are the markets. So I watch all the things that affect the sale of your property, mortgage markets. If mortgage rates go up by a percent or two, unlikely to happen right now. It doesn't seem like there's no news of that yet. But that will dramatically affect people's ability to buy. The people who could buy your house now have to buy something for a lower price. Um, people are looking at it, are feeling disappointed because it came from a higher price. Mortgage market changes dramatically affect the ability to buy houses. You know, nowadays you can buy a house with as little as, well, if you're a veteran, no money down but little as three to 5% down. You can, a buyer may ask you to pay part of their closing costs. All those things are, I'm not gonna recommend that unless you want to do it. And we have to, because there isn't a buyer who's not asked for that. We'll get to that when the time comes. The point is mortgage market, the employment market, when a major employer comes in or leaves a town, it affects the real estate values. Financial markets, if the stock market's getting higher or lower, the bond market changes, affects the real estate market. You know, if the stock market drops dramatically, all of a sudden the money people use as their down payment, they feel less secure about that. Neighborhood sales, of course, that you know, the, the neighborhood real estate market. So I watch all of those things that affect your property. And I'll, when we speak each week, and I'll be calling you each week on each, each Thursday, I'll be speaking to you probably more than that, but always to give you a formal report. I'll update you if any of those things change as it may affect your house. Um, so where's the best time to reach you on Thursday mornings? Reach you, Charles, and you, Sally. Where's the best place to meet to, to reach you guys so I can give you that update? And again, when they think about it and tell you, don't call me after 9 o'clock, they're basically saying you are going to get the listing, and now we're making arrangements for it. So the listing becomes a formality. It's called a minor close, a major close is a major, do you want to put the house in the market tonight? That's a major question. You know, show where would be the best time to reach you on Thursday mornings? That's a minor question, but they're answering it, shows you they are thinking about, they're planning to move forward with you. So there's some, there's, you notice this about all the things I teach. There's multiple layers of value. Um, number five, access. The most eager buyers, the buyers willing to pay the most money, always show up in the first week or two. Because they're waiting. They're like eager. They've been waiting for another house to come on the market. Yours comes on the market. It's the one they want. So what I'd like to do is I'd like to ask you to make your house the most available, as available as possible for the next two or three weeks. If we could put a lockbox on the house, that would be ideal. 
but that we really make go out of our way to make uh, the house as available as possible, at least in these early stages, and then perhaps beyond. You know, um, would that be possible for you? And then finally, number six, I always make this promise. I always make the promise that I will never discuss adjusting the price with you um, unless I know that you and I have done everything possible to get your home sold. So th does that work for you? You know, but if everything else is being done, then we will have to have a conversation about price. Does that make sense? So that's a tool. I, I call it why a home will sell or not. If you're going to look for it in the library, I think you're going to find it under why a home will sell or not. Again, if there's ever anything you can't find, you can just reach out to us and we'll hook you up with that. So your ingredient for your recipe of success today is to, as always, review your daily routine list. Even if you do nothing more than review it, as a reminder of that is the foundation of your business, those are the things you want to be continuously working to put in place, and do what you can on that list. And if you like what we did today, the why home will sell or not, or we also call it the six reasons, if you like it, rehearse why a home will sell or not, get the, there's some scripting for it and so on in the library. Again, if you can't find it, let us know. And um, I'd never want to let anything, get, if anything stand in your way from getting the materials we provide, rehearse it, read it, rehearse it, read it as you're driving around, as you're getting ready for the day, and when you're eating in, in some quiet moments, take it, take yourself through it. It's a powerful way to prepare the seller for uh, the discussion of pricing. So with that, um, hug the ones you love, make an absolutely fabulous day. And if you need anything, reach out to us and I will speak to you soon. I know. Thank you for listening to the First 15 Podcast with Rich Levin, who's been helping develop top agents for over 20 years. If you love this episode and want to see the visuals that go along with it, go to regradschool.com for a free First 15 or sign up for coaching at regradschool.com and watch the First 15 every Monday through Friday.